the Tao of Self-Confidence, episode 854. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yapchan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is the founder of Otherwordy, and she will explain a little bit about that, and I'm super excited to have her today. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Neva Taliaden. Neva, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Hi, Sheena. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm the founder of otherwordy.com. And that is because I do book editing. I am a book developmental editor. And um, I mainly my main focus and goal is to work with authors and small business owners whose story is not normally told, you know, it's not part of the default narrative. So that means Asian American stories like stories of minorities. I know you hate that term. And we'll talk about that later. Um, of marginalized and multicultural authors and small business owners. So I've been very fortunate to work with authors like you on their books and stories and help authors like you kind of tell tell your authentic narrative. So yeah, that's the goal of my business. I love it. And Honestly, I don't know what I'd do without Neva because she's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't have gone through the book process so well without her. So I just want to say thank you. And I love, you know, everything you stand for because there is still so much I call underrepresented, you know, groups who feel like they don't have a voice, who feel like their stories don't matter, especially when you're constantly told that your story is too specific. And of course, I'm going a tangent on that, but we won't go there. But, you know, our, our, our stories matter because representation matters every single day, whether you're Asian American or not, right? Every culture has their own stories, their own traditions that we need to share and taboos that we need to talk about. So I love what you're doing. And Neva, what's your cultural background? I'm Filipino, born and raised in the Philippines. I came to New York unintentionally, but actually most of my family are U.S. citizens since the 70s because my grandfather is a U.S. citizen. So um, I think like you, you were born in the Philippines too, right? Yeah, I was born in Cebu. Uh, I was born in Manila, but my mother is from Iloilo and my father is from Ilocosur. So it's like north and, a north and south situation. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what be your favorite self-confidence quote? So I, it's not a direct self-confidence quote. But I always come back to this all the time when I have self-doubt, you know, and it's a quote from a letter of John Steinbeck to his son because his son wasn't was falling in love with this woman. So he wrote to his dad and he was like, how do I know? How can I be sure? You know, he has moments of self-doubt. And his dad says, if it is right, it happens. Nothing good gets away. And I think self-confidence is all about believing that you deserve good things that believing all people they need good things in their lives that's what we're here for in our lives so if you believe that 
then you develop this self-belief or self-confidence that one day your goal, if it is right, it's going to happen. So it's not a direct like self-confidence quote, but that really gives me a lot of comfort and courage when the going gets tough. I love it. And it has everything to do with self-confidence because especially women, we never see our worth. We never think we're good enough. We don't deserve good things in life. And so we attract the wrong things, right? And really, we all do deserve good things because we're human. You know, we make mistakes. We go out there and do the best that we can and try to make this world a better place. And so when you start realizing you do deserve good things and things just start to happen out of nowhere and you just got to trust the process, trust your intuition and be okay to let go of the outcome. So I really love that quote that you mentioned. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? Self-confidence, I think, is about the first word, self. You know, when you know yourself, then you trust yourself to make decisions. It's not about a false sense of worth. You know, it's not about faking it till you make it. And I know why they coined the term, but I really don't like that term. Because you don't have to fake it. What you need to do is to look into yourself, take time to really like get to know yourself. And when you do, then you know that when you have this feeling like, oh, my gut is telling me this, but I don't yet know why. But you trust that gut because you trust yourself, you know. But as you mentioned a while ago, you know, as we grow up, we're told to second guess ourselves like, oh, your opinion is not as, you know, it doesn't matter as much as the opinion of your father or the opinion of your boyfriend or whoever, right? And so you learn to accept that. And then when your body, when yourself is starting to tell you this isn't right for you, or you should do this because this is the right thing for you, you start to doubt yourself. And I think that's one of the biggest components of lacking self-confidence because you don't trust yourself so by definition of self-confidence is trust um get knowing yourself and trusting yourself i love that and it's so true it's just having this innate trust that no matter what happens we're going to make it happen even if we fumble even if we fall down a thousand times i mean that's what confidence is it's just that inner knowing that you can do it nobody really knows what they're doing sheena that's true. That is very true. <laughs> Nobody is born a genius. And, you know, everything is figure outable, you know, to an extent, of course. You know, we have, we have history. We have culture. You know, we have people who came before us and sacrificed things before us so that we can make ourselves into what we want to be, you know. And I feel like, that's part of self-confidence take that opportunity because it's been given to you no matter how small that opportunity is right and it's not about oh self-confidence because i know exactly what i'm gonna do um it's the opposite self-confidence comes in when you're like how do i learn this how how do i figure this out and i'm just gonna like toot your horn because you're not tooting it um you know you came into your book project not knowing you know whether you, you don't see yourself as a writer but you said i'm gonna do it anyway and you figured it out right 
and you you came to you know when we first talked you were like oh i don't know anything you know i don't know anything about book publishing or writing or whatever is this right or whatever but you banged it out in three months and you know even the most experienced authors sometimes couldn't do that so what i'm trying to say is it's figure outable it doesn't mean that if you haven't done it before it doesn't mean that you can never do it right and it's all about learning a learning mindset i'm not yeah <laughs> i mean th thank you so much for sharing that and yeah i have i had no clue and i was willing to say that too right and it takes a lot of confidence to say you don't know because we're so afraid we always feel like we need to be perfect but when you can learn to let go and surrender and realize there's someone better out there you know be okay with that like you mentioned take that opportunity so i love that that definition and Neville, what was your life like before you discovered self-confidence? Um, I have to say that, you know, the, the whole journey, the whole self-confidence journey took a long time because self-belief, you don't realize that you don't believe in yourself, you know? You don't realize that you don't trust yourself. I wish there was a mirror that can just tell you that. But I had to take a lot of twists and turns in my career before I had the confidence to say that, you know what, I really want to make a living with words, writing, editing. But my whole life, I thought that it's not a good enough goal. So I became like a small business owner, which I don't regret, of course. Small business owner, a tech entrepreneur. I basically like took a round trip, like 15 year journey. 15 to 20 year journey to get where I am. And in the end, I went back to my first love anyway, which is creative writing, words, editing. And I'm the happiest that I've ever been. And I wish it didn't take that long because uh, I'm uh, 44 years old now. But at the same time, you know, I'm grateful that I'm able to come full circle and realize that. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think sometimes we just have to learn things the hard way. You know, the universe has certain plans for us. It's learning lessons. It's for you to share your story. And you're right. Whatever's meant for you, it will always come back to you, right? Uh, and it just keeps pushing you back to that thing. It's just a sign like this is this is what you're meant to do. This is what you're meant to do. And, uh, you know, sometimes we're so stubborn. We think, no, that's not it. But it's like, okay, okay, this is it. Okay, I, I, I get it now. But, you know, what was that point in your life when you realized, you know, copy editing, uh, you know, especially highlighting stories for underrepresented groups? You know, what was that aha moment that made you take that leap? I think the aha moment was, um, it was right before the pandemic when I was my... Um, tech startup had merged with another, you know, wonderful tech startup. And everything seemed well, you know, everything seemed to be going well. But I was, I wasn't, there was something missing, like I wasn't happy. And I had employees, you know, at, at one point, I was like, a manager for like 300 people. And then in my own, in my own business, I had employees. And I realized I didn't want to be that. For some people, that's the dream. I realized I was modeling my dream against this ideal that I see like, oh, it's so, if you want to change the world, you have to be a startup founder. 
you have to be a disruptor in the tech industry because that's where the biggest returns are, you know? And I realized it really wasn't for me. I was I was skinny in not in a healthy way. You know, my hair was falling out. There were all these signs that my, my body was telling me that I what I didn't know where it was coming from. And then the pandemic was it's a horrible time for for humanity, but it also forced a lot of us to reset and to really examine and the aha moment came you know during the first months because you didn't know what was going on i didn't know if i if i was going to be alive in the next week or two and so i was faced with the question what am i going if if i was going to die next week would i be proud of the life that i lived would i have been happy with how my life turned out and of course like i love my family they've always been supportive and everything but the truth was no i wasn't i wasn't happy with with how my career turned out and i had to take a hard long hard look what do you want to do what do you really come on be honest so it was like a come to jesus aha moment and that was when the whole you know concept for otherwordy.com came about and i was like just freelance writing before that editing writing was like just a side gig it was never like the main thing but i didn't realize that that is really how i want to spend my time um i have a business strategist and she said to me today i really glow when i talk about my editing project i really glow when i talk about my clients because that's what i i think what i was always meant to do um it's easy for me to hoax out the stories uh, i can see the stories that even the people who tell them don't see you know and i think that is a, such a great advocacy because as human beings we are not whole if we don't know the whole story and if we're only telling stories about white western culture if we're only telling the dominant narratives then we're not learning we we don't see the big picture it's not complete so telling the stories of a multicultural world which it is it's a multicultural world helps everyone not just the people from that culture so that's what really drives me now in what i do for my business yeah and i can tell you know you you do light up when you talk about it right being able to help people in underrepresented groups share their story put themselves out there and be able to get more story out of it get the feeling out so that becomes a really great book for people to read and i'm so glad you decided to step into what you were meant to do because it's not always easy not everyone has the courage to do that or the confidence but here you here you are today being able to take that opportunity and now it's making you happy you have more confidence you're doing something you love you're showing up as your authentic self and helping others at the same time which is so amazing of course i have to recognize we come from a certain privilege to be able to do this i have a very supportive family who doesn't pressure me to be any particular way or take any particular career i've chosen to be without kids and i have a supportive partner who is on board with that 
So I have the luxury of time, basically. <laughs> and I don't need to have a full-time job to be able to explore, you know, this business. But I know the reality isn't the same for a lot of people. Of course, they can pursue their dreams, but they have more barriers to entry, you know. So I absolutely recognize my privilege with this, but I also take the opportunity to honor that privilege by pursuing my business and um, helping others with theirs, hopefully. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And if our listeners wanted, you know, if they're listening to your episode and they're in a similar journey to self-confidence, what would be that one tip you'd give to them? Well, if you if they wanted to write a book and they're not naturally inclined to write, I suggest that they read um, Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Like, forget the grammar books. No, no don't, don't do that. You know, you don't need to be a perfectionist. Like, read Bird by Bird, this wonderful book by Anne Lamott basically teaching them, you know, the process of breaking it down. Because when you break it down to smaller tasks or smaller ideas, you get encouraged, you know, you can do it more, because you know that you can, you only have to do this one thing at a time, you know. So in this, like, everything in this world is about convenience and being fast paced and like, oh, instant and whatever. But you don't have to. You can take as much time as you want. You need to, as you said a while ago, Sheena, like trust the process. You know, for you, the process was three months. But it doesn't have to be that way. You know, if you have kids, if you have a full-time job and whatever, you can write it in a different time frame, you know, or in a different way. Thanks for sharing that. I love that. And I'm sure all our listeners are going to go grab that book to check it out. And I love how you mentioned, yeah, you know, confidence is just breaking things in small steps to get the big results. And when we can build on that little by little, you'd be surprised of the results. So I love that you mentioned that. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do, or maybe some of them are interested in writing a book and want to get their story out, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yeah, like they can check out my website, otherwordy.com, or they can follow me on Instagram, otherwordy. So it's not otherworldly, it's otherwordy. <laughs> and all my info there for a discovery call, or if they just want to share ideas and see where it's going to go. So there's free a free discovery call there with me. And I know that one of your projects is like to encourage your listeners too to go get that book or to, you know, to write that book or to be in your book, right? Which I think is another wonderful project, like the Asian Women Who Boss Up. Like, such a, I have the, the book because you gave it to me. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. So to our listeners, if you want to connect with Neva, you can also head on over to the com and search for Neva's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Neva today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Neva. Thank you, Sheena. I enjoyed talking to you. Not a problem. It was such an honor to have you on our show. So to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. 
You can order your copy of Asian Women Who Boss Up Book by visiting our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.